Welcome to Friday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. Well, friends, we made it. It is Friday, the end of the week, and in core four, this is going to sound weird until I explain it later, Ronald Reagan is making the news. And I am genuinely curious if anyone still cares about what I'm going to talk about in Pop Stop today. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Friday, June 3rd, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. The gunman who killed his surgeon and three other people at a Tulsa medical office had blamed the doctor for his ongoing pain. The gunman had received back surgery from Dr. Preston Phillips on May 19th and was released from the hospital on May 24th. He had called the doctor's office several times over several days, reporting he was still in pain, including the day of the shooting. The Tulsa police chief said there was a letter found in the gunman's pocket that made it clear he went to the hospital to kill Dr. Phillips and anyone who got in his way. Dr. Stephanie Hewson, receptionist Amanda Glenn, and a visitor, William Love, were also killed in the shooting. William was a 73-year-old retired Army sergeant who was a patient at the clinic but was there that day accompanying his wife, who was there for a checkup. Police believe the gunman purchased the AR-style semi-automatic rifle legally on the afternoon of the shooting and a handgun a few days prior. A 911 call was made by a patient who was on a video chat with a doctor in the building. The doctor told their patient to call 911. Police arrived on the scene four minutes after the first call when they heard the last gunshot, which they believe was the gunman killing himself. It's going to sound a little weird when I tell you Ronald Reagan is in the news this week, but that's because the man who attempted to assassinate the president back in 1981 has been released from his court-ordered oversight this week and will be a completely free man on June 15th, or 12 days from right now. John Hinckley Jr. tried to shoot and kill Ronald Reagan back in 1981. Reagan obviously survived the gunshot wound suffered at the hands of Hinckley. Hinckley was then found not guilty by reason of insanity, but has been under court supervision in some form or another since the assassination attempt, going through the legal and mental health systems. In a final court hearing this week, the judge who has handled the case for almost 20 years stated, quote, he's been scrutinized, he's passed every test, He's no longer a danger to himself or others. Hinckley had been living in a Virginia community since 2016 while under supervision and with restrictions. The judge also added, quote, this is the time to let John Hinckley move on with his life. So we will. A mask mandate could return for Los Angeles County if the current pace of positive cases continues. L.A. County could move into the federal government's high virus category, which would trigger a mandatory indoor mask mandate by the end of this month. This would be the first time residents would be required to wear a mask since March 3rd, which means they've currently made it three months. There are 524 COVID positive patients in L.A. County hospitals, which rose by 22 people in one day. The number of patients at which the mask mandate would be triggered is 1,000. Alameda County, which includes Oakland, California, reinstated their indoor mask mandate, which goes into effect today. They do have higher case rates and hospitalizations than L.A. County. Back in 2016, President Obama's last year in office, 
the United States and Cuba reopened air travel between the two countries. This was the culmination of over a year's worth of dialogue between the two governments to rebuild a relationship that was either non-existent or outright dangerous for over 50 years. When President Trump took office, he limited commercial and chartered air travel to Havana only, which brings us all the way back to this past Wednesday, when the Biden administration reopened air travel to other cities in Cuba, making it easier for Americans to visit our island neighbor 90 miles from the coast of Florida. The administration also lifted restrictions on money that can be sent from immigrants back to people in Cuba. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. I never thought we'd have a hope for humanity that involves Instagram, but here we are. Instagram users will now receive Amber Alerts through the app. If there's an alert in your area, it will appear in your feed and include a photo and description of the missing child, as well as the location of the abduction. Now, we often get these on our phones. You know, it beeps really loud. Everyone around you gets it. But we never see a photo of the child. There will also be an option to call and report a sighting to law enforcement just by tapping a button on the phone and will automatically call. Instagram says it will determine who to alert based on the city in your profile, your IP address, and location services. This feature will also be rolling out in 24 other countries over the next few weeks. We mentioned it on Twitch this week, and we mentioned it on our Monday Friday podcast last week, but in case you haven't heard yet, we are making a huge announcement in our My Day Friday podcast. If you've known us since our time with Elvis Duran in the morning show, you'd know the My Day Friday podcast was the one that started it all way back in 2014. And we've been doing that podcast ever since. Through all the ups and downs, moving across America, all the different radio jobs in Seattle, and even through adopting four cats. So if you're interested in finding out what the announcement is, search for My Day Friday wherever you listen to podcasts. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. We're going to do a little flashback Friday all the way back. Just think all the way, all the way back to 2017. Okay, that's, I mean, that seems like (laughs) it was 90 years ago, but it's not. 2017, there was a whole pandemic that happened between (laughs) now and then. A lot of Uh, things. Different president. There was a lot going on back then. So before we jump back into 2017 and give you some of the biggest songs from that year, Carla Marie, can you please introduce today's contestants? Yes. Coming to us from Bellevue, Washington is Jessalyn. Good morning, Jessalyn. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Do you think you are going to beat your opponent today? Yes. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, good morning to Bryn, who is coming to us from Seattle. Hi, Bryn. Hi. So we've got the the east side and I guess the west side yeah. of Lake Washington right now going head to head. The battle of Seattle, as we're going to call okay. it today. Um, <laughs> now, Jesslyn, you are going to kick off round one. Are you ready for your first two-second tune? Yes. Ed, Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. Woo, two yeah, points. Hell yeah. Love with the shape of you. You Very wasted. quick. Yeah, no yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. That was impressive. Moving over to Bryn, to your part of round one. Here is your two-second tune. Um, Believer, Imagine Dragons. Two points. I love when we get through round one. So easy. Perfectly, because it just makes everyone, I think, feel a little more at ease. You know, you got one under your belt. You're ready to go, but it is going to get harder. It is, so. (laughs) Jessalyn, back over to you for round two. Here is your two-second tune. Pass. Oh, nothing. nothing. Okay. 
Bryn, you can steal. Um, I know I'll know it if I hear more. I have no idea. Ooh, no Holy. idea. Man, right after I, I think I jinxed I know. Us. Way to go, Anthony. <laughs> I talked about how everyone got it right. Well, the correct answer would have been Post Malone, Rockstar. You were right. You would know it. All right. Zero points on that part for Jesslyn. Now moving over to Bryn. Here is your second two-second tune. It's um, Sam Hunt, Body Like a Backroad. Two points. All right. Well well done, Carla Marie. Before we get into round three. Uh, Jesslyn has two points. Bryn has four, but it is still anybody's game. Exactly. Jesslyn. It is going to get a little harder. Are you ready for your final two-second tune? Yes. Liam Payne, strip that down. Two points. We would have also uh, used Quavo for a correct answer because he is on the song as well. Now, let me set the scene for you, Bryn. If you get one point, one or two, obviously, but if you get one point, the game is over. You win. You lock it in. However, if you get zero points, you leave the door open for Jessalyn to swoop in and steal your points to either tie or win the game. So everything really is on the line (laughs) right now. No pressure. (laughs) Okay. Here is possibly the final two-second tune. Oh, that's Charlie Puth attention. Two points and the win. I was so close. Also, I love how she was like, oh, yeah, that's Charlie Pooh's attention. Like- you know what I love? Here, so first off, you both actually did very, very well. Yeah. So congratulations to both of you. Congratulations to Bryn for the win. Yep. I like that. It, well, actually, they, they both would have rhymed. Yeah, it would have rhymed with either of you. But I also like you guys, you either knew the answer immediately or wasted zero time. Yeah. I'm just like, no, no, no. This uh, isn't for me. I was. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Now that you've actually played. Um, I know everyone says it's harder when you play in person. So first, Jesslyn, how did you feel after the uh, game? I feel pretty good. And Bryn? Um, I don't think it was as hard as I, I thought it was going to be. Okay, wow. good. Okay. So everyone else lies. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great reminder that you can always sign up. Yep. Carla Marie, tell people where they can sign up to play. We put the link in the description of the episode. But if you ever have any issues finding it, you can always DM us on Instagram at Carla Marie and Anthony, and I'll send it to you. And Jesslyn, Bryn, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Yay. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. This story is going to get super nerdy. So you've been warned. Engineers at Northwestern University have developed the world's tiniest walking remote controlled robot. Now, you're probably wondering how small exactly is the world's smallest walking remote controlled robot? Is it like a micro machine? Well, if you have a coin nearby, take a look at it. If you're like me and you don't carry change, imagine a coin. Now, think about the edge of that coin. This robot from Northwestern University is smaller than the edge of that coin. Who needs something that tiny? The robotics community believes this breakthrough will usher in the era of micro-scale robots, which honestly terrifies me a yeah. little bit, but maybe I'm old-fashioned. The tiny robots move around like a crab and can walk, twist, turn, and jump. I'm out. And good news, based on the laser technology they use to move the micro-scale robot, these nightmare machines actually move faster the smaller they get. I hate it. 
Thankfully for now, at least, the world's smallest robot is still in the exploration and experimental stage. And if you were wondering how the researchers landed on a crab robot, it turns out they experimented with other bug types like inchworms, crickets, and beetles before they settled on the nimble crab design. I hate all of this. Get it out of here. It's Friday, which means we're not live on Twitch, but that makes it the perfect time to catch up on everything Carla Marie and Anthony on YouTube. All of our live streams from Twitch get put on YouTube so you can watch or listen to them at your leisure. Just search for Carla Marie and Anthony on YouTube and hit the subscribe button. It's free. Or hit that link in the description of this podcast episode. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. If you were interested in buying an NBA basketball team, the Blazers are for sale. Their former owner, Paul Allen, passed away in 2018. And according to the terms of his trust, both of the Pacific Northwest teams that he owned, the Trail Blazers in the NBA and the Seattle Seahawks in the NFL, needed to be sold at some point. How much would the Blazers cost, you might ask? According to Forbes, they are valued at just over $2 billion. Jeez. There are fears in Portland that the new owner could move the last Pacific Northwest NBA team out of town. But it was announced yesterday that the founder of Nike, Phil Knight, has made an offer along with the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers to purchase the team from Paul Allen's trust. Phil Knight being part of the ownership group would most likely be a good thing for Portland fans considering Nike is based in the area and he has long supported the Oregon Athletic Department, so chances of him moving the team are pretty slim. At one point, the Pacific Northwest boasted three NBA teams. Do you know what they are, Carla Marie? Uh, the Trailblazers, the Sonics, and the uh, Trees. Close-ish, the Vancouver Grizzlies. Ugh. So the Grizzlies moved to Memphis in 2001, and the Sonics became the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2008. Fun fact, the most successful pro basketball team in the Pacific Northwest is the Seattle Storm of the WNBA with four championships, which is double the amount of the three Pacific Northwest NBA teams combined. combined. Oh my God, I love it. I'm genuinely curious if anyone still cares about this. That's why I'm talking about it today. Okay. The MTV movie and TV awards are this Sunday. Yes, it is one show. This is what's happening this Sunday. Jack Black will receive the Comedic Genius Award and Bethany Frankel will be honored with the MTV Reality Royalty Lifetime Achievement Award. Are these made-up awards for this year? Uh, yeah. It's bizarre. Like, what are they even doing? This is the fifth award show that will honor both movies and TV shows together. And Spider-Man No Way Home has the most nominations, and one of them being Best Kiss between Tom Holland and Zendaya. That's a category I can get behind. Watch the show this Sunday, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on MTV. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Last week in What's Trending, I told you about that cool new Windex bottle that allows you to use a tablet rather than a plastic bottle every time. And Anthony, what did you say to me? Riveting. It was the best thing ever, and I'm now waiting for your mop reviews. Okay, we're not quite at the mop review yet, but it's vacuum time. Oh, boy. Okay, so it's called the iVac, E-Y-E. And it doesn't move at all. It stays in one place at all times. And you sweep or do whatever you need to do, get all your stuff, and then you go near it, and it goes, whoop, and it sucks it all up. So it's like a vacuum dustpan. Basically. Okay. But 
people love this thing. It's great if you have pets. Like, think about all the cat litter that gets all around. Oh, true. Yep. Swoop, swoop, swoop. Right into the little IVAC. That is kind of cool. There's a few different ones, and then they also have them in a few colors. Shout out to Robin, who told me it's the best thing ever. She uses it at her hair salon, and it makes life so easy. Oh, I think my barber has one of those, actually. Yeah, it's incredible. So I'm going to put a link for the IVAC in the description of this episode. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you for hanging out with us. Hopefully, you've got some fun plans for the weekend. Carla Marie, anything? Shout out to one of our newest listeners, Spencer, who listened for the first time this week and said, I really like this podcast. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's a good vote of confidence. And if you want to share this podcast or even help us grow a little bit, make sure you're hitting that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And if it gives you the option to rate and or review the podcast, that would be great as long as you leave us a positive one, you know? Have a great weekend and huge thank you to Lauren Ray, Mike Meredith, and Jason Burrows who help make this podcast happen. You look great. Hey, what's your guys' Twitter? Want to tweet us? Follow at CM and Anthony on Twitter. 